and welcome to episode 35 of Frightmares. I am your host, Austin Proctor, and joining me across the table today is Corey Johnson. Hey, yo. What's two up, in dude? A row. Two in a row. No. No, we're not two in a row. Me and Gabby just did one. Oh. <laughs> one, one after the <laughs> other one. <laughs> Whatever. That, uh, does, that doesn't sound as good. Doesn't sound as good. No, we won't use that. Uh, today we're talking about Valentine's Day horror, and uh, I guess honor of Valentine's Day. I don't know. Uh, I thought it would be fun to do because it's a genre that doesn't really have much in it. I think there's like yeah. eight movies. Yeah, total. no, no. But okay, so here's the thing. You kind of blew my mind with it because you're like, hey, man, you uh. Qu- quick response do you do you want to do you want to be on an episode Saturday? I was like, yeah, sure, why not? Let's do it. <laughs> and I was like, what's the topic? And you're like, oh, well, we could do this, or we could do Valentine's Day horror. <laughs> and, and like, I, I wish I could have conveyed tone through text because I was like, how many Valentine's Day horror movies can there be? Yeah, because I remember you were like, and you, <laughs> and you sent me a list of like eleven of them, like, <laughs> like within thirty seconds. Well, I had already done the research because I was like, okay, maybe let's do a Valentine's Day horror, and then that's when I asked you about it, and I was like, what do you think? And then because I had I had like a list of eight, I said, I was just so, like, what about these? So you blew my mind to have that list built already. <laughs> Ready to fucking go. Like, in the holster, boom, cowboy, shoot that shit out. What's Yosemite Sam say or whatever? <laughs> fucking. Dag, knock a bag, dag, Yeah, no, that's. uh. Oh, God. I'm already off track. And yeah. you picked some winners. Uh, Yeah, well, yeah, because, like, there was. I think there was eight total in that list. What, Jewel? Play over here. There was, like, eight total in that list, and I. um. Went to Letterboxd, and I was like, okay, let me get, like, a baseline, you know, rating for what this is going to be. There was a couple, like, 2.3s, a 2.7, and then, like, 3.4 and 3.3. I was like, all right, let's do some good, and let's do some bad. And then I have enough for next year when we, when we, if we want to do it next year. But I just thought it would be fun because I uh, never really watched anything besides the 3D My Bloody Valentine for, like, Valentine's Day yeah, or, or whatever. Bleh. I don't remember it because it came out in, two, like I said, 2009, so I have not seen it since then. Uh, probably do for a rewatch. Uh, maybe I'll watch I it think, on Valentine's Day. I think I Day. went and saw that in theaters. I think I did, too, because that was the time I was working at Regal, and um, it was in 3D. I was like, oh, yeah, 3D. Uh, Fucking I, the craze. I was, depending on when, in 2009. I mean, it's got to be like around Valentine's Day. It has <laughs> to be. Or like January or something. So I was... <laughs> I think I was still a freshman in high school when that came out. How, wait, how old are you? 26. I was, I'm almost 30. Yes, yeah, because yeah, I was 2009. I had just graduated. So, yeah, yeah. you were like sophomore-ish. Wow, yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah. Damn. So you probably couldn't even legally technically go see it because you're like 16 <laughs> and this is not written. Exactly. <laughs> oh, good times. Uh, we've got, so we, we did pick four. Like I said, I picked some highly rated ones and I picked some lower rated ones on purpose because uh, I think we both can agree we we like watching bad horror movies. I yes. mean, it's just fun. But see, and we use the term bad loosely. Well, yeah, I mean, it's all we, we've had some real stinkers in here that we just absolutely <laughs> fell in love with. And then there have been some really highly rated ones that were like. Yeah, I, I don't I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it either because my how I rank movies is like very different than usually what the average is for a movie. Like Doctor right. Sleep had like 3.7. I gave it a 5. You know, I mean like it's just bizarre like I'm all over the place and I'm usually not in the middle of like where the votes are. I'm usually on the opposite spectrum of uh, right. the end. So it's just funny how I rate movies. I don't know if you're the same way, but yeah, no, I, I mean, I fall probably a little bit more close to the general public, unless we're getting into like a little bit more of a niche movie, like, like the loved ones. Yeah. Like the uh, loved ones or we'll like, 
like I personally think that Underwater was a little bit of a niche type of horror movie. It You're, was great. Oh yeah, no, it was phenomenal. Well, let's get your opinion on that since we're here. So and I, I haven't heard it. Haven't heard your opinion. <laughs> I went into it thinking it was going to be like deep sea killer mermaids. I, which, by the way, another great movie idea right there, killer mermaids. <laughs> and then the reveal actually happened, and I'm pretty sure I literally yelled out in the theater. Holy shit! It's that that because I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spoil it. It's, yeah, it's, it's still in theaters. It's, so and it's a pretty awesome reveal. <laughs> yeah, no, it's fantastic. But I was like, oh my god! And just everybody in the theater was like, all simultaneously. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, sir. <laughs> no, I was hyped for that movie, and yeah. I left even hyper. Even hyper. Yeah, I like that. Hyper. Uh, yeah, same thing though. Like I was like, okay, this looks like it's gonna be good. It's underwater, so I'm already immediately uh, stressed because. It's like, what, seven miles below water or whatever at that station? Oh, yeah. Yeah, fuck that. No. Yeah, fucking like pass. At the, at the edge of the Marianas Trench. Yeah, fucking pass. So that's where it, I was going into that movie, and I walked out like, wow, that was amazing. So but, amazing. But yeah, no, but that's what I'm talking about, like a niche horror movie, because they're... Oh, yeah. Well, while they are covering a vast expanse of space, it's super self-contained because there's only enough light to show whatever one set piece at any given time. Stressed. So... I don't even remember where I was going with this topic, but yeah, no, it's fine. Yeah, we're good. It's usually it's usually we get a, we get going on a train and we're just like and we're done. So yeah, um, I do want to know. Like, I'm gonna look into this and see like how they actually filmed that. Like if they were in like tanks and shit because I, that just got to be hard to do filming underwater. Like 47 meters down was all filmed like yeah, and it, like that's crazy to do. Fuck that. I would I'll pass. I would think because they were in suits a lot of the time. Probably what they did was just they had a sound stage, yeah. And, but they probably hooked people up to like some kind of wire rig to where when they're walking, it looks like they're walking through water, just holding them up by yeah. like five pounds extra, so they're just that, that much, <laughs> just a little bit lighter, yeah. So they it, can be a little bit bouncy. Yeah, man. I uh, I commend any actor that is willing to not only put themselves in a movie and crazy situations, but also do it underwater. You know, props props to you because yeah, no, fuck ne- no. fucking no. <laughs> nope, you couldn't pay me enough. So um, I guess you just want to dive into the movie. So we just we just go for it. Yeah, let's go for it. All right, um, we are going to start with one of the uh, lower end of the spectrum picks that I had. It's called Hospital Massacre. Now, it's also one of the older movies. So yeah, this one, according to IMDb, is from 1981. I think we got some conflicting years with this one. Oh no, uh, My Bloody Valentine. My Bloody Valentine. Yeah. Okay, we'll so, get to that one. So this one's 1981. And uh, do you do you want to do you want to talk about this one? Do you want me to? Uh, I'll do a little bit. Okay. Because <laughs> this is one of those movies that I turned on with all intention of being like, all right, I know what this is gonna be. <laughs> Let's sit down, grab the popcorn, have a good time. But like twenty minutes in, I just kind of felt my mind drifting. <laughs> well, um, it's yeah, it's it was yeah. So it's yeah. it's not that it's bad. It's just <laughs> poorly done. And let me explain. All of the main actors are trying. They're like, all right, this is a jump off point. This is my stepping stone to get into better movies. So the people that care about it are trying. Yes. But the director isn't. The camera people aren't. The lighting people are not trying. Oh, the lighting was fucking horrible in that movie. Yeah, it was. It was so bad. bad. It it rivals Crater Lake Monster lighting. (laughs) Oh, God. Um, so this is a movie of a recently divorcee woman who is office-type lady. 
Yeah, um, she looks like corporate. Oh, she's got like a suit on or something, right? Yeah. yeah. Going Interesting. Going into a hospital to get some test results where she is stalked by a guy from her childhood. I forget what why he was following her in the beginning. Oh, let me tell you. All right. So, it really wasn't much really wasn't much build up. There was two girls in a house like playing a game or something and they opened the door and there was a Valentine on there. And it was oh, from it was yeah. from yeah, it was like yep. from Harold and then they crumpled it up and threw it and meanwhile he's mean mugging them through the window just like what the fuck. And um I don't remember. Oh yeah, no, they didn't give anything away about who the killer was, but immediately I was like it's the young kid. I mean, who else would be chasing her through the hospital? And it wasn't. It wasn't two girls. It was the girl and her brother. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It was like yeah. a, it was like a brother sister or something. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. So that's the setup. I just remember that because of <laughs> they were pla- they were hanging him on the. Oh yeah, that fucking rack. scene was fucking hilarious. Oh, we are going right. to go into spoilers on this one because there's just so many things that well, I, I know I have to and say. The ending doesn't matter. Yeah. The, the ending. Nothing matters. So yeah, that was a great kill when he just came in and just hung him from the coat rack through his eye. First of all, not even possible that coat rack would have just fallen straight Tips. over. Was it bolted to the floor? Like... I mean, it's Hollywood, so probably. <laughs> so that was great. So that's the jumping off point for that, you know, dude kills his brother or kills his, yeah, kills her brother because she didn't accept his Valentine. Meanwhile, they're playing with like a train because as you do on Valentine's Day, play with trains. Also, if this is made in the 80s, it's got to take place anytime before the 80s. That's true. So it's probably like, I don't know, 1965. Kids don't have TVs and stuff yet in the house. They're playing with a train. It was just bizarre. They're like, oh, they're like, what do you do on Valentine's Day? Play with the trains. Like, I don't know. It's just so weird. Also, so, where were the parents? Yeah, where where were they? Were they were they drunk in the back? Like, it was. I mean, it was Valentine's Day. Maybe they were out. I don't know. But they seemed to be home alone in the middle of the day. Yeah. No parents, and then people getting murdered and having no parents there at all. <laughs> yeah. Like, it, alrighty then. Uh. So yes, they and they don't ever explain why she goes to the hospital. Oh, when, to get test results. Well, yeah, but like, of what? Like, they never go into no, what? It, like, so back in the day, you used to suppose you were supposed to go get an annual physical. Oh, for okay. Your insurance. Okay. Yeah. So that's probably what this was. Because there then. weren't electronic records, so you actually had to go get stuff. Get shit done on paper. Okay, yeah. so I guess there's just a, a checkup or whatever. So she's going to the hospital for this checkup, and then. They just keep her there because they find something like in her lungs. They're, they're like doing the x-ray comparison. I'm like, <laughs> what yeah, is so, this? So basically, the uh, you find out from these three witch-looking ladies that travel in groups and all have some type of nervous tick that make a beat while they're talking so they can rhyme over it. Yeah, that was weird. Um, <laughs> You find out from them that her bones are just like falling apart on themselves and her insides are like her all her organs are failing. like basically she's fucked she's dying well, and they do that because the killer swaps out her test results with somebody else's yeah they had like a pov shot of who you know whoever the killer is which if you can put two and two together you know who it is so yeah only one that has motive yeah also i never realized how overused killer vision was i didn't either i didn't think that that was a thing yeah and it's also very apparent at which ones are good at it and which ones are bad at it. Yeah, you make a very good point. The, uh, this was the worst killer vision ever. Not only was it boring, <laughs> but it gave away like 
a lot of plot details. They gave away a lot of like, stuff. If you're if you're paying attention to the killer vision, you're like, oh well, the like fourth time it happens. Which, by the way, this is killer vision is used in like twelve scenes. Yeah, it's used a lot and it's just like kind of repetitive. And if this movie was like fifteen minutes shorter, probably would have liked it more. Oh yeah, it was like kind of. I just, it, it wasn't like slow, but it just wasn't like interesting enough and to keep my attention. And the other thing with the reveal of the twist. Yeah. yeah oh. So who is it? There's there's a thing in movies that's called show don't tell. And this movie tells all shows very little. Right. Because it's like, oh, here's the reveal. Hi, I'm the reveal. Yeah. I'm going to do this thing derp, now. Derp. And you're like, well, God damn it. Like, I knew this already, but now yeah. it feels like you're patronizing me. Yeah, because th- I think that there was a moment where they, like, revealed him, and you're just like, okay, is that is that it? Is that your final trick? And then they have this 45-second flashback flash forward sequence oh, from that's color to right. black and white <laughs> it's a solid 45 seconds with the same type of one sentence being said over and over and over again to like send you like a trance type it's of the thing. twilight zone oh yeah no it was uh that that made me angry i was like all right 45 seconds of this that is a full minute of other content you could have just cut out. Cut out, yeah. There's a lot of cut stuff they could have just, yeah. They could have <laughs> just cut a lot out. It is like I said, if it was sh- a bit shorter, I would have liked it a lot more. And even at a, an hour and twenty six, I was like, oh man, if that feels too long, that's not good because <laughs> like yeah. that's already not a very long movie. So, so for our listeners, they've probably seen a lot of the recent good horror movies. This is a very bad eighties version of Unsane. Is what yeah, this is. yeah, yeah, yeah. We were talking about that before we went on air, and I was like, yes, that is exactly what this is. It really had no drive, no initiative, not enough. I will, okay, but the kills were pretty fucking solid, man. So they yes. had some pretty good kills. The the kills were good, and that's why it got to the rating it did with me. Same. Same. Um, yep. A few gripes I have about this movie. Oh, do tell. <laughs> How are they just like fumigating the entire ninth floor and leaving it open to people. Like there are people just fucking walking around. I forgot about that. Thank you for reminding me. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Cause she goes up to the ninth floor and they're like, they, she gets up to the ninth floor and then the doors open. And there's three guys in really poor mass, like gas masks. They're like, this is being fumigated. Go to the eighth floor. Like, why don't you have like, like a something. Unless block? you want to be la- D Laos. Yeah. Like, why, yeah, exactly. Why are you letting people go up to this level? You should have that blocked off. The stairs are open, which there was a very confusing message on that doorway. It was like, keep door closed, open door slowly. It was like, no, because it's, it's a fire exit. You don't want the, because that's a fire door. No, I, it's just, I know, it's just a bizarre way to say that. Like, oh, yeah. what? Yeah. Do you want me to keep it closed? Or it also looked like it was hand carved into <laughs> or like, the door. Or like taped or something. Like, I'm not sure what it was. Oh, that was a funny point. That The <laughs> other thing about this movie, I don't know if hospitals were different in the 80s. <laughs> but like when I go to a hospital, I don't just walk down the halls and see like droves of mental patients. Yeah, that was weird. They were kind of just out and about and drinking alcohol too. For yeah. Reason. Yeah. What? Also, they made him a character when he didn't need to be a character. He served no purpose to the plot. I thought he was going to be the killer, the doctor guy. I was like, okay, cool. That would be kind of fun, you know, like playing with her or whatever, then actually kill him. Like, okay. 
But no, it's just some drunk mental patient. Yeah. Okay. Like, why? What was the point of you? We had no... You could have cut all, cut all those scenes out. You're done. And, and then when I figured out who the killer was, and you figure it's not the drunk guy, the last scene of him is, like, them zooming on his face, and he's doing, like, this confused, like, concerned look. And you're like, okay, he's going to save the girl from the main guy. There's going to be, like, some hero arc. It's going to redeem him. Nope, just disappears. Fucks off for the rest of the movie. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I was. Uh, I just had a lot of questions with why they were choosing, like why they were doing the things they were doing. Like, you, you could have done this in a totally different way, and it would have been pretty cool. Like, oh. it would have been a really good movie. Also, how you gonna be a killer in a fucking hospital, the most patrolled and policed areas to the public? Yeah. It's not a good spot to be if no, you're trying like, to kill people. No, li- literally, you want to kill this girl? Break into her house. You're in a major met- metropolitan city. You can do that and get away with it much easier than you can killing somebody in a hospital. Logistically. Yeah, yeah and he just keeps killing everyone. Like, why are you having to kill all of these people? Just go find her. Well, and there's one point where the killer kills somebody and then freaks out in the hallway. He's like, fuck, I didn't need to kill this person. And you're like, okay, why are you doing it then, man? <laughs> what are you doing, bro? Uh, I love the fact that he also sounded like Darth Vader for some reason. He was just like, <sighs> just like really, really, like you are terrible at like sneaking around. I can hear you from like all the way down the hall, dude. Wearing fucking lead weights in his shoes. Yeah, seriously. Thunk. Just like, thunk. You are the noisiest killer I've ever heard in my life. Just very, uh, very weird narrative choices that they decided to use for this movie. Or uh, lack thereof. Yeah, or whatever was going on. Um, so that's that's pretty much the entire movie. I mean, it's just her being stalked the whole, like pretty much from right from like 15 minutes in. It's just like here we go, and then like I said, like 15 minutes too long. If you were to cut it out just a little bit, probably would have liked it. Given like a, another star at least. Yeah, and get rid of get rid of that whole like daughter divorce husband. Yeah, like whatever story that was. Line. That was that was unneeded. That was unneeded. Yeah, there's so much stuff that they could have just taken out that was just unnecessary to further the plot. Here's the problem, though. If they take all that stuff out, it's gonna be like seventy three minutes long. Dude, that's that's what I'm. I told you. I told you. If it was like a like a seventy five minute film, or yeah, it would have been a perfect film. It's like an hour and fifteen minutes yeah. done. That would have been solid. Um, I also was not a fan of the just like the, we, me and Gabby talked about this on the last episode with uh, From Beyond, and just like the rapey eighties moments, like yeah. when the doctor has her take off her entire gown to like check her pulse do her blood pressure and like touch her pelvis. Like why did she have to have her top off for that again? I'm sorry. So again, chalking it up to movie logic, that doctor thinks like all her bones are breaking and her insides are boiling in acid. So he's probably like, okay, let me feel or see. Cause like if you're, chest is caving in your chest isn't gonna go up and you can't i mean i get it but it's just like okay but the implications of how he was asking that's what i'm saying and where he was standing it's like all right bro you're yeah you're a little bit uncle touchy yeah it's a little bit weird and uh, i do love the scene right before that when he's like go get undressed over there and it's just like one of those like little dividers but then there's this giant bright light coming from behind you're like what the fuck is this give it that red light district (laughs) silhouette what is the point of this you're totally sexualizing this moment for no reason you don't need to do that it was so odd but i will say barbie benton she is she's a looker man oh yeah she's fucking hot 
Because you, you told me you texted me. She's like, man, the, the lead actress is really hot. And I was watching the movie. I was like, yeah, she's pretty she's pretty good looking. So she was a one saving grace for this movie. It was, you know, at least she was pretty, right? Even if the story was shit. Oh, she was... Um... She did not do much. She did Fantasy Island, though. I, yeah, I, I told her that to Gabby. And that's the uh, Bloomhouse yeah. remake that's coming out. Yep. Which I'm kind of stoked to see. She was also on The Love Boat. Yeah, and, and an episode of Murder... No, yeah, one episode of Murder, she wrote. But then she just stopped Everybody acting. Everybody was on Murder, <laughs> yeah, That's wrote, true. Though. But uh, then she stopped acting in 87. So she acted for... From 68 to 87. Then it was just like, yep, I'm done. So kind of weird i don't know if uh, she just was doing it for personal reasons or what but uh would like to see her more stuff that's for sure thought she did a great she job died though did she no she just says born 19 oh well, she was born in 1950 oh, yeah because yeah, usually they'll have a uh, you know uh when they passed away so no she's still kicking she's just uh not she doing it looks pretty good too <laughs> uh oh wait she did oh what the fuck she did soundtrack for something in 2017 American Playboy, the Hugh Hefner story. Hey, yeah, good for her. Rocking it, man. Good for her. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, I, I, I still would suggest people to watch this movie, though, just because... Oh, yeah, no, it was so... Like, solid if, kills, man, if, solid kills. And if you like cheesy 80s bullshit, yep. it's perfect. This I is mean, right up your alley, for yeah, sure. Yeah, this is, this is all of those 80 to 85 just shit thrown at walls movies just throwing shit at walls and hoping it sticks there <laughs> and some did but most was on the floor so yeah uh fun fact about barbie benton she was in playboy's magazine and had two spreads in playboy wow so that's probably why she stopped acting <laughs> <laughs> she started making that hugh hefner money dude shit oh she lived with hugh hefner from 69 to 76 holy shit interesting wow okay she also recorded and released four albums for Playboy Records in the 70s. That is an episode right there. <laughs> Holy shit, this is crazy. So, and a piece of trivia is the uh, creepy doctor standing behind her at the phone. Yeah. That's the director. Ooh, nice. Putting yourself in the movies. Yeah, hey, I would do the same shit if I was a director. <laughs> oh, she became an interior decorator in 2002, so she's got that money now. Oh, she's yeah. good. She's good. Wow, she's had a pretty interesting past. Um, wow, all right. Good stuff, man. Yeah, so that's Hospital Massacre. This one actually is streaming on Amazon Prime. I did not have to rent this one or Yo-Ho-Ho for it. So that's pretty cool. You can check that out. A uh, pretty lean hour and 26 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not really. It's a stretch. It's, but, uh, uh, it's the Danny DeVito of movies. It's short, <laughs> but it's fat. This is the weirdest way. You come up with the best fucking analogies just on the spot. This is, this is why you're that's, a great co-host. That, that's how my mind works. Fucking great co-host. So, yeah, uh, feel free to check that one out uh, this coming week uh, during Valentine. The, you know, the, the season of love or whatever the fuck. Bullshit. Uh, I know where I'll be. Be watching that Blumhouse Fantasy Island. On uh, we're gonna, I'm, leaving, I'm leaving work early and taking Gabby to that. So, shh, don't tell her. Don't tell her. Um, so what she, do, she's gonna listen to this episode on Friday, right? She she <laughs> she, she never listens to any episodes, and this, this is gonna be the one she listens to when it comes out Friday. And be like, wait, what are we doing? That's, Son of a bitch! Uh, it's gonna be hilarious. Oh, it's gonna be funny. Uh, okay, don't so, message her on Facebook. 
<laughs> don't do it. <laughs> um, okay, so that was, yes, Hospital Map. Or, or actually, we didn't talk about this. Uh, it's X-Ray on IMDb. And it's very hard to find under the moniker of Hospital Massacre. Yeah, it's kind of weird. If you type in Hospital Massacre, it comes up with X-Ray. If you type in X-Ray, it comes up with nothing. Yeah, I don't, not really sure. I don't know. I can't explain it. But, oh, what did you give that one? Uh, one and a half. Okay, I gave it a two. Because I didn't think nah. it was terrible. But it, it was definitely a bad movie. It, it got the one from the kills. Oh, well. Because well. if the kills would have been shit, it would have been a point five. I think I gave it one for being in the 80s, and I love like everything 80s, <laughs> and then I got a one for the kill, like you know, one star for the kill. So I was like, I'll give it a two. Don't want to be too harsh on it, because I, like I said, the kills were the saving grace, and she was fucking, she was, she was hot, okay? Sorry. Pancake. Numbers. Sorry. God, yeah, <laughs> really, yeah, weird, weird boobs going on there. Um... So let's see. Now we're going to okay. Valentine from two thousand and one. Um, that was something I watched with with my eyes. <laughs> I mean, I knew this was going to be one of the bad ones because it was one of the bad ones rated on the list. But I was like, oh man, this is really bad. Talk, talk about another bloated movie. Yeah, I mean, I did obviously like this one aesthetically, like more than the '80s one because it was shot nicer and it had a really interesting cast. Like Catherine Heigl was in this movie. Yeah, Denise Richards, uh, fucking Aurora Borealis. Aurora Borealis. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, what, uh, David. David uh, Boreanaz. David Borealis or whatever. Uh, not Bones from Bones is and um, is. Angel from Angel or uh, Angel from Buffy. You know, because I, I was like, I told you this before we went on air. I saw David whatever. And I was like, is that Neil Patrick Harris's husband? I was like, no, that's Burka. And I was like, who the fuck is that? Oh, that's right. Fucking Buffy. He literally looks the fucking, like, he might actually be a vampire because <laughs> he, he looks so the same. He's in the uh, he's in the same cult that um, Mark McGrath from Sugar Ray and Keanu Reeves are in. Yeah, just like cult. never aging. Like, how do you look the same, like, 20 years later, dude? Good for you. Uh, this also has a few other people you might not recognize by name, like someone like I didn't recognize Marley Shelton by her name, but she was in Planet Terror, like Never Been Kissed, Bubble Boy, like yeah. Because I, I was about to say I've seen her in like a bunch of shit. Yeah, I just couldn't. I was like, okay, I've seen you in at least three other movies. Yeah, and I can't remember what they are to yep. save my life. Mo I will know her most from Planet Terror and Bubble Boy because those are the obvious. I've never seen Never Been Kissed. I don't yeah, know, I, I would. I would that. probably say Bubble Boy. Uh, so yeah, she's in this along with, like I said, Catherine Heigl, which is funny because we were talking about how this movie, to, or at least to me, ripped off Scream. And it's funny because I saw Catherine Heigl and I was like, oh shit, she's going to be like a main thing. No, she gets killed in the first, you know, so on minutes, just like Drew Barrymore in Scream. I was like, oh, okay. I thought you were going to like be in that movie, yeah. like set it up. So I thought that was weird and very, you know, reminiscent of Scream, but she's in this. And then some, oh, Jessica... Capshaw. Yeah, Capshaw, who's been in Minority Report, Schindler's List, Grey's Anatomy. So you have a, like a, a pretty decent cast line, like not well known, but you still like, hey, I know you. Yeah, and then you have uh, Jessica Coffeel, or however you say her last name. She was in Legally Blonde, White Chicks. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I forgot about her. Yeah, she's, a bunch of shit. Yeah, a lot of these people have been in a lot of shit. And then you're like, how did this movie turn out the way it did? And then you watch <laughs> it and you're like, oh, 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 I get it. Yeah, it's um, mm, didn't want this did not land for me. Uh, I was enjoying it until I thought it was until I got to the end and saw what happened. And then, like I said, I just felt just like a rip off of Scream. But we were talking about this. You said something about a book. Now, yeah. So it's apparently based off of a book. Is the book called Valentine? 
Uh, yeah, oh, it is. Okay, let's, um, let's by Tom Savage. It was first published in uh, February 1st, 1996. February 1st, 1996? Yes. Okay, so is when it was very first published. Now However, let's... there's also a published January 1st, uh, 2001, which could be worldwide, I would say. Okay, but so that came prob- out. Probably in the States in 1996. February 1st. So, okay, so then that came out. Ooh. And Scream came out December 18th in 96. So, I mean, you know, how long does it take to shoot a movie? So, it's not how long does it take to shoot a movie. It's how long does it take to cut the movie. Because well, I mean, it just, like, really, when did it start filming? Like, you know, when did the idea come up? So, it's like, I want to know which one came first because, they, you know, they definitely are very similar. You have the, the main girl killed in the beginning who you think is going to be in the movie, and then you have, oh, it's him as the killer. No, it's not. Yeah, it's him as the killer. So, it's like, it's it's essentially the same story, just, you know, branded so, and worded differently. You so know what I mean? principal photography for Scream took place over eight weeks between April 15th and June 8th, 1996. Oh! So I wonder if... So this book technically came out before they started shooting Scream. Well, yeah, because you have to remember, he was writing that for whoever knows how... Or he or she was writing that for whoever knows how long, and it was published on that date. So, oh, interesting. But still, the movie came out after Scream, and I was just... I'd seen Scream first. I didn't know this was a fucking movie, so... And as much as I am not the hugest fan of Scream in general, it's... Yeah, I'm not either. It's just eh to me, yeah. Scream is a million times better than this movie. Yeah, because, like... Okay, I don't remember... I don't remember how this one started, just like you didn't remember... um, Hospital Massacre. So, do you, can you do you remember how this one actually? You know, I can just go to look at the oh Valentine. Yeah, I don't. I just don't remember so how this it, like the jumping off point. It opens with this uh, young kid at a Valentine's Day dance, and he oh, is yes. he is obviously super nerd to the max. So and, nerdy, and and not not like the cool nerd that started happening around like ninety nine to two thousand and five. You know yeah. that that one like kind of cool kitschy nerd. Yeah. No, not like this is a what we would call an incel now. <laughs> yeah, he was. Yeah. He, yeah, he was really derpy. Uh, I think I described him as doofy. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. We, we need to bring that back. Yeah, doofy. doofy. Yeah, you're kind of doofy, man. Yeah. What's going on? Um. So he's going all around the school gym asking all these different girls to dance with him. All he wants to do is dance with a girl. Yeah, like, that's it. Just hey, let's get this is a dance. Yeah. Dance. I want to not be alone on Valentine's Day. Right. All right, cool. Yeah. Like, I feel for you, kid. <laughs> and he goes through all the pretty girls, and then eventually there's the fat, ugly girl sitting on the bleachers. <laughs> Th- Jesus. That's how no, she's... No, I know. T- <laughs> that's, that, that's... I'm not being an asshole. No, I, that's that how... That's how the movie frames that's how the other. That's how they set it up. You know, she's the loner, not really good looking by herself. So, yeah, you know, you're right. <laughs> so, he goes, hey, will you dance with me? And she's like, yeah, no, you're kind of freak yeah because he's got giant buck teeth and shit but but then he's like oh come on like it's valentine's day you shouldn't be alone and she's like all right cool so they start dancing and then cut to them under the bleachers making out oh yeah getting it yeah and then these guys come over and they're like oh look at the pervert Ah, and then the girl's like oh no he attacked me yeah i was really yeah hashtag me too so so then i was like all right so this Immediately, I was like, "All right, I know what this movie is." Yeah, they, they set it up really easy to figure out what's going. Like, <laughs> just like Hospital Master. Like, it, um, it wasn't even a softball. Like that was t-ball. Yeah, like the ball is just sitting there waiting for me <laughs> to swing at it. Like, oh, I got it, home run, man! Well, I fucking did yeah. it. Yeah. 
Um, so they set it up real easy from the beginning. And then they cut to this one guy who has no bearing on the story except to be a fucking MacGuffin. <laughs> Literally, no. What, like, da- uh, David Borean's part or whatever? No, the fucking Jason. That oh, guy. God. Yeah, that's right. He was fucking so super weird. They said, they said, I'm, I'm going to ruin this movie, too. Well, just, yeah, we're, we're going to spoil everything besides loved ones just because that it's is. Only, it, yeah, I can't yeah, say the, anything about that. One. Yeah. It's the only one worth. Um, But no, in this. So there's this guy that right after the whole kid sequence happens, it cuts to this chick. Oh, I guess it was the chick that they're focusing on. Not Jason. Well, oh yeah, yeah. It was, it was Catherine Heigl's character. Yeah, they were really focused on her. But yeah, they were together with Jason. Who? Yeah. This. So this guy is. His name is Jason M. We whatever. And whatever the fuck. He's this complete psychopath, like Norman Bates uh, to the max. Yeah, it's really upsetting. No, Patrick mm-hmm. Bateman is who I was thinking. Of. Sure. Yeah. It was Patrick Bateman from American Psycho. Not, yeah, 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 yeah. Not Psycho. Yes, very similar uh, fucking yeah. names. God damn it. <laughs> Just shit together. Uh, Hollywood. Yeah, so he and he's talking in the third person and he's Red flag. <laughs> and then uh chick is like, "Nah, I don't want to go home with you." And he's like, "Oh, all right, so you had the crab cakes. That was You so had this. Weird. And I had this salad and this." And she's like, "All right, you motherfucker." <laughs> um but to be fair, though, to she, be fair, she, she, to be fair, she was like, check, please. And like, wait, what? Like, so she asked for the check and then, well, you just, you're going to ask for the check. And she's like, here you go. Like, that was kind of presumptuous of her. Well, I mean, she, she was she was trying to get away. No, I know. Like, I'm just saying, like, damn, you're going to call for the check. Not even going to like be you're going to be mad when I start asking you for money. But, yeah, it was kind of weird of him to to start calling. shit. Oh, this is what you owe since so, you're not putting out. So she's a med student. So she goes to the morgue after dinner because. That's what you do, I suppose, at fucking night whenever. Just go cut open cadavers. <laughs> um, so And she talks to this corpse, too. She has yeah. named it. His name is Chad. Oh, <laughs> fucking Chad of all names. Get out of here. Bro, it's like coming off the tail of the 90s. What do you expect? <laughs> you, you got Brad, Tad, Chad, <laughs> Kyle... Ah. Chaz. Chaz. Oh, God. Go fuck yourself with that name. There's got to be a Steve in there somewhere. <laughs> no, you're definitely 100% right. Totally yeah. forgot about time frame. <laughs> um, and then just from there, uh, all the girls that rejected this kid in fucking, I guess, elementary school. I'm, uh, maybe like maybe like sixth grade. They, yeah, were, so they were pretty young. Like definitely so middle, early yeah. middle school. Right, right. So this the, the killer has just been stewing on this for 20 some odd years. Yeah, and gotten, you know, obviously not ugly anymore. You know, he's not doofy in glasses and big yeah. buck teeth. So, so and then just murder happens. Just murder, it's, yeah. It's, it's a horrible movie about horrible people. The... <laughs> There is nothing redeeming redeemable about any single character in this movie. And that's and that's the that's the problem. If I can't relate to one person and care about one person, I hate this movie and I want to turn it off. Like it would be th- like it would be like if they made a horror movie out of the cast of Entourage, nobody would care. <laughs> Damn <laughs> shots fired. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah, shots fired in like fucking 2012 when that <laughs> show was <laughs> Entourage hasn't been a thing in uh, you're making a lot of valid points today. I'm just going to go ahead and throw that out there. Um, yeah, I had... Uh, let's talk about my problems with this movie. Uh, uh, do it. Oh, God. 
So, yeah, that's like you said, there's you got the basic premise of what's happening. Like I said, very Scream rip-off-y, but maybe Scream ripped off the book. We will never know. Um, but nonetheless, I saw, saw Scream first, and this was just a shittier version of a movie that I'm not really fond of anyways. Yeah. So it's just like, wow. This. I mean, I will say some of the kills were good, like the three arrows to the chest. That was badass. So or wait, I'll, was that My Bloody Valentine? Or was No, that was this, right? Yeah, that was this. No, I will tell you what. I liked all of the kills. I liked the kill where uh, she, the guy pushes the girl through the plate glass window. Oh, that was great. And then stabs her face on the broken glass. All the kills were good. Yeah, the kills were great. And that was like the only good part about this because everything else was like, why is this? Ha- like when uh, she goes to cutting open the cadavers, first of all, that's not a thing. It's like midnight, like you said. No one's doing that. You're alone. I'm pretty sure that's just not how that works. So that, instantly I yeah, was and, annoyed. And like, especially if you're a med student. Yeah. You can't just like show up at the fucking classroom and start cutting open nope. fucking class equipment. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, <laughs> the internet. The rest of the students need that, yo. <laughs> yeah, so you're all alone, and then the person you run into or whatever, the other guy, she like, they had like that jump scare where she almost hit somebody as like yeah. some other student. It's like, okay, goodbye. I'm leaving you by yourself, a lonely woman who's very attractive. Like, that is why. You don't want to be like, hey, should I hang out just in case? No, I'm leaving. Goodbye. Yeah. R- really? <laughs> so... Speaking of the attractive woman being left alone, that is not how you dress yeah, I in know. a medical room. No. Also, I don't know. Oh my God, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? She's in like a tank top and sweatpants. And that was not a tank top. That would, I don't know what material that was, <laughs> but that is not how clothing fits. <laughs> oh God. The, uh, the other thing is those stupid fucking cards with those goddamn poems oh i wrote one down i had to because i thought it was the funniest shit ever are you ready for this yes roses are red violets are blue they'll need dental records to identify you (laughs) and then and then and then he didn't even kill her to where they would have to get dental records yeah he just made it like a open threat like really you know no no, he killed her oh no, well, I mean he didn't, but he didn't like do no, any of no, this. No. Yeah. No, that. Uh, which one was that? Oh, I don't remember. I just know that they, I didn't that, care. That was either the chick that got killed in the jacuzzi or the chick that got killed with the arrows. It was I, one of those two. Yeah, but they they all look so similar because they're all blonde haired except for one that had brunette hair. And that, that was, and that was Denise the, Richards. Yeah, and that was the uh, that was the girl that was on the bleachers. Everyone else had blonde hair, so I'm like, no, the girl the girl in the bleachers uh, was the girl that gets shot. Oh, with the pistol. Oh, shit. Well, I that guess was, I'm all wrong. That, that was the one that uh, Campbell was trying to scam. Also, fucking Campbell. <laughs> what kind of goddamn name is Campbell? That's yeah, a soup. Tom- yeah, tomato soup. Uh, what's going on? Yeah, that, a lot, that was a lot of weird names. Because what was uh, David Boreal? Oh, yeah. I mean, his name was Adam. I just thought it was so funny that he was in this. Like I said, he just looks exactly the same as he did from Buffy. I'm like, this is just Angel. What's going and on? exactly the same as he does now on Bones. That's what I'm <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And um, so once you go through all this, uh, by the way, I have to, I just saw the mask. The mask like changes because first you see it as. No, no. So it doesn't change. No, it does. No, here's the thing. He, the, the mask that he uses to scare people with is one of those just cheapo plastic string masks. Oh. Then the mask he wears is a custom made full cowl 
cherub mask. Oh, I just thought he. I thought they just. I thought that was a continuity error. And I was no, like, no, no, that no. is no. Well, wow. One is like to hide his actual face. The other is like, oh hey, remember this? Because that one fucking kid at the dance. Yeah, had the had yeah. the mask for no fu- No other kid was dressed up. Nope. What? Do you do costume parties for Valentine's <laughs> Day? What do you dress as? Like it wasn't even a costume. He just had the mask on. That was yeah. it. It was very confused. Okay, so because yeah, I saw him with the mask, and then the elevator scene when it's like ding. I was like, that mask was like latex that he had on his head. It wasn't a fucking plastic. Yeah, no, that. Mask. So no, the plastic mask right, is I like must, a calling card. Must have missed that then. Okay, so then never mind. I don't have a problem with that then. I just I did, and I did like the mask. Honestly, I thought it was pretty creepy. Um. But I mean, obviously not as cool as the scream one. I'm just gonna go ahead and throw that out there. But because yeah, uh, you don't see ten year olds walking around with cherub masks on at Halloween, you do with no. you do with Ghostface. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but you know, I did like the mask. Um, I I thought it was cool, and I just I just there's not much about this besides the kills. Uh, what would what was you, did you have a favorite kill? Because the hot tub scene was upsetting. So, so no, I think the hot tub scene was the most creative yeah. kill that yeah. I've seen. However, I think my just overall favorite kill was where he smashes the chick's head in the glass. Yeah, that was good. I did like that. Well, (laughs) and because when they come back and they show it again, her head is like flat. Oh, shit. I I didn't see that. So it it implies he shoved her head hard enough to crush her skull in. Jesus. Which is what made it that much more dope. Yeah. Also, the. uh, Oh, no. Never mind. That's a that's a different movie. Oh, JK. That's that's our next movie. Okay. (laughs) Uh, but yeah, then, okay, so we're going to go ahead and just going to go ahead and spoil this, even though I, I don't know if we already have or not, I can't remember, but, um, so yeah, it's, the killer is set up to be David's character, Adam, and then they MacGuffin, or he MacGuffins that with putting the mask on one of, like, the dead bodies or something, and, like, chucking it down the no, stairs. No, no, so, he put the mask on, um, Dorothy. See, I don't remember all the names. So, I'm sorry. So Dorothy is the fat one, obviously, Jesus. because it's the long name and it's the most unattractive name. Because <laughs> you have Kate, Paige, oh Lily, <coughs> and then Dorothy. Dorothy. So, <laughs> oh my God, savage. So he puts the mask on her and pushes her into Kate, who has a gun, knocks them down the stairs... And then David Boreanaz's character comes with the gun and shoots the person in the mask. They do the reveal. Oh, it's the fat girl getting revenge on all her skinny, beautiful yeah. friends. And then it's actually David Boreanaz. Yeah, I just, that, I, I don't know why I thought he just threw her down the stairs. <laughs> I, just, I just remember her falling down, them pulling off the mask. And I was like, she looks like she got beat up. She had like rings around her eyes. I was like, I'm pretty sure she's definitely not the killer. Oh, like, yeah. For no, sure. Because pro- probably what he did was punch her in the face. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Out, put it, and then as she came to throw her down the stairs, because they were, they were flailing a little bit at each other. Yeah. It was a really bizarre thing to do. Because then you find out that it's actually him when he goes to hug um, Kate. And uh, the nosebleed drips out of his, you know, yeah, just onto her. And you're like, oh, so it was him. That's but- the other thing about this movie is they set up this kid nosebleed thing, but they don't ever, like, explain it. Nope. It's just, like, an identifying marker, not like, oh, this is, I mean, it probably, like, oh, it signifies his inner rage and whatever. But, like... Give us a medical reason. Give us like a supernatural reason. Give me something other than just his nose bleeds when bad shit's about to happen. Yeah, because the only reason they did that was just to be like, yep, he's the killer. Because 
There's yeah. no other way that, you know, so. Otherwise, that's like super cokehead spider sense. <laughs> Seriously. So that's the only purpose it's served. And you're like, I get why you're doing that. But if you didn't have that movie, then, or if you didn't have that part in the movie. Like, yeah, there, there would be no twist I mean, ending. Exactly. Or, no twist ending. Yeah. I mean, I, it's like the same thing as Hospital Massacre. Like, I knew who the killer was immediately. Like, I know it's going to be that person getting revenge. You know what? That's funny. These two movies are actually pretty similar. And then, <laughs> and then, like, three quarters of the way through the movie, one of the characters goes, oh, yeah, well, you don't totally know that it's not this fucking guy. Yeah. And you're like. Really? Okay, well, if I was an ignorant viewer, thanks for fucking throwing the answer at me 35 minutes before the end of the movie. <laughs> yeah, this one was an hour 36, so that was a bit long for me, especially when it's just not that, well, I mean, like I said, besides the kill, it's really not that entertaining. Very unlikable cast, like we've mentioned, so bit long. Chop yeah. another 15 minutes off. Much better. Or end the movie when that character says, hey, it's that character. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> and then make up, yeah, make up your own mind. Fucking A. I just, I don't know, yeah, man. Just, just hit it with the Sopranos, straight to black, end of movie. That's it. Done. Yeah, I don't know. I uh, was I was kind of hoping it was going to be one of those movies that you watched, and it was rated bad, but it was like, you know, like a guilty pleasure movie that you would yeah. like, you know, like J uh, Jason Takes Manhattan. Um, it's rated bad, but it's dude, it's so much fun yeah. to watch. That's what I was hoping for, but nay, so sadly. Now, however, it probably was at the time one of those guilty pleasure movies. However, yeah, the early two thousands culture is a faded and scary memory <laughs> that we uh, don't ever access anymore. Yeah, I'd say like besides Scream. Like that was like the, really the only good thing to come out of the. Not many things came out of the nineties. So and we, we had we had the Scream series and Final Destination, and that was about it. I'm gonna say I think Candyman was ninety and Child's Play two was ninety, but you know that's like right at the end, you know, like yeah. right at the beginning of the you know the decade. But so see, I'll give but those see, passes. The, we're you, we can't even categorize those because those aren't teen screams. Mm. This is a teen scream. Yeah, you're right. Movie. You're right. You're right. So yeah, they were all over the place after after yeah, Scream. So, yeah. So for teen screams. In the late 90s, early 2000s, you had Final Destination and you had Scream, and that was about it. Yeah, and then that's when it, like, just harpooned all of this, like, you know, knockoff knock shit, just yeah, like this. Direct-to-video yeah. shit. Yeah, like, I don't, I don't need this in my life. So the late 90s, early 2000s were a very bizarre era for movies. So it's it, really weird. Not but, good. <laughs> but if you notice, like... We had those teen screams, but then you go back to the 80s, and it was all slashers. Yeah. So it's, and now it's like all, like, 2010s, it's all, like, space horror. Cause it's like, because you, you had fucking, uh, what was it? The one. Gravity? So, yeah, so you had Gravity, you had the one. Apollo 8? No. Apollo yeah, 8 was good. You, you're thinking Apollo 18. No, no, no. Oh, yeah, Apollo 18, yeah, duh. No, but that, no, that wasn't 2010, that was Mid two thousands. I don't know. Earlier. No, um, it's got fucking what's his face. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's it's not the Chris Pratt space movie. I got nothing, dude. I'm sorry. I, <laughs> I if I hear the name, I'll probably be like, oh yeah, fuck that I movie. I want to say like Alive or something. It's a Life or something. Oh god, god damn it! Now, now you got now, yeah, see, fucking <laughs> shit. Now you got me on this whole. And then you have um, sort of a rival. Yeah, that's yeah, it's like sci-fi stuff. So, so yeah, you yeah. Get, you get that one, and then you have the Cloverfield paradox, and then you have uh, Quiet Place. All of those are like very existential, out there horror. And then you have now Underwater, it because like those things didn't come from the ocean. 
Um, yeah, life, yeah. That's Jake Gyllenhaal, Rebecca Ferguson. Yes, yes. Yeah, right, so yeah. it was life. Okay, it yeah. Life, yeah. I really want to see that one because I haven't. Also, there was, oh, God, there's, oh, my God, now I'm going off on this whole other thing. Alien Covenant. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I enjoyed and, that one. Oh, it was great. I enjoyed Except that one. Michael Fassbender got real rapey with Michael Fassbender. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Hashtag that on Twitter. <laughs> Hashtag Alien Covenant. Handsy. Um, what's the other one? There was no, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll yeah, get no, back around to it. So, so like, the, the 2010s and up are, like, space horror, and then previous to that, it was, like, ghost horror because you had, like, The Conjuring, Conjuring 2, and then you had um, Haunting in Connecticut. You had the Amityville Horror. Insidious. Uh, all the fucking paranormal activities. Oh, God, so yeah. All, all six of those. That's an episode we need to do, categorizing what genres were big in what. Ooh, that'd be fun. Yeah. Well, actually, we might end up doing that accidentally through horror through the decades anyway. Oh, yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah, we will. Yep. Yeah. Oh, damn it. Oh, well, <laughs> um, yeah, that is funny because, yeah, we go through and you can't don't forget the torture porn era of like, you know, the mid 2000s, like 2004, like 2009. Oh, yeah. They had that. So, yeah, it's like every every five years, like horror, like reinvents itself al- almost in a way. And you just get this. Everyone's doing this and then everyone's doing this and it just like clusters up in like five or six years. And I didn't really even realize that until you just said that. Yeah. Now I'm realizing, oh, yeah, there has been like a lot of even like with the 3D craze that was going on in the late 2000s. Yeah, just it, was, like, like, it was like 2006. Seven to like 2009. Yeah, because I know one of the Resident Evils we watched, it was like, you know, in 3D. Oh. Yeah, because it was. So it's like you have all these things that just kind of group up, and that's really. Yeah, we should definitely. We need to talk about that more because that is kind of interesting. Wonder, like, you know, it's just like just one movie set back of, off a chain of events or whatever. It's like, I don't know. We should look into that, though. I really like that. Well, we, we do know that it was either Friday the 13th or Halloween that started the slasher craze? Halloween. That yeah. was 78. So yeah, that's when that started. But then, you know, you had Friday the 13th come in and just put yeah, it in like 80. 80. Yeah. 80. Two yeah. years later, fucking amazing movie. Um, God, I don't know where we started with that, but here we are. <laughs> this is why I love our fucking episodes. Um, 1981's My Bloody Valentine, not to be confused with the 2009 shit version. I can't vouch for, I know it wasn't good, but I can't vouch for that just because I haven't seen it, but I'm assuming it was pretty bad. It was, um, it was marketed that it was a 3D movie. It wasn't yeah. like, it wasn't like, oh, hey, let's tell this story and make it 3D along the way. It was like, hey, here's a, th- we, we need a 3D horror movie. Um, let's go back in the vaults and see if there's anything <laughs> that anybody forgot from the 80s <laughs> and we'll redo it. And bring it back. Yeah, and that was 2009. So then that 3D craze that we were just talking yeah. about. Uh, real quick though, what'd you give Valentine? Uh, 2.5. Okay, I gave it a, I gave it a, a 1.5. Eh, mainly because of the ending. I was just like, fuck yeah. that. Okay, so yes, My Bloody Valentine, 1981. But, but see, I also, going back to that, I try and put myself in the shoes of whoever would be watching this in the theaters when it came out. And that's why I gave it so low, because I would have been like, that was Scream. What just, what just happened? We just watched that movie like five <laughs> years ago. <laughs> what the fuck's going on? Um... What we, uh, My Bloody Valentine, 81, is that what we're doing? Yeah. All right. I uh, was surprised by this movie. Liked it more than I thought I would. I I went in with no expectations. I was like, Same. I, I was like, all right, it's an 80s Valentine's movie. Like, how good is it going to be? And then I like, it starts going. I'm like, oh, okay. And then it keeps going. And I'm like, oh, no, okay. <laughs> all right. And then they get to the antithesis. And I'm like, all right, that was a cool choice. And then they get to the reveal, and I was like, hmm, not who I expected. <laughs> Intre- yeah, you're like, interesting. Um, so, yeah, we're going to spoil this one. This is fucking 40 years old at this point almost. Yeah. Um, 
So it's, it starts with uh, two miners are going down into what looks like a like deserted mine shaft. To me, it did. I don't know. It looked like it was not good because it just looked crappy. Uh, then you, all of a sudden, one of them starts like undressing. I'm like, oh, it's a female. Oh, boo. Okay, here it's fucking 80s movie. Here yeah. we go. Gratuitous sex scene. And uh, she gets undressed and starts, like, playing with homie's mask and all this weird shit. And uh, he sets down his pickaxe behind her and then... and Sets down. Yes. He <laughs> thrusts this pickaxe into the wall. And then just... And then almost hitting the chick. Because you hear her visibly go, ah! Oh, did you really? Yeah. I must have looked away for a second. <laughs> See, after he swings that into the wall, uh, he decides to impale her on it. And I'm like, ooh, good start. Yeah. And, digging this. And, Da, 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 digging it what? with a pickaxe digging <laughs> jesus christ um and where he impales her she has a heart tattoo over her heart so he impales her through the heart and through the heart tattoo oh yeah oh did she really yeah oh and then he takes her heart because that's that's his thing yeah, yeah. that's his thing that's like his calling card which is pretty awesome I mean, I dig it, it. They they vaguely explain why that's his calling card. And first off, this is the most thin killer motive I have ever heard. That's what I mean, kind of. Okay, so you have like Michael Myers who just kills to kill for whatever reason. You have Jason who kills for revenge. You have Freddy who kills for pure evil. This guy, like, s- two people snuffed him. And he he's like, no, now everybody dies. Yeah. I can, I can, no, but like, get your revenge on those two people and let everybody else be. It's not everybody else's fault. It's not like the whole town fucked your ass. True. Yeah, so I he's mean. He's very vengeful, I guess. He gets very, very upset, okay? He's, like, he's got a lot of thoughts and feelings he needs to get out, all right? <laughs> now, I will say, one of the best villain costumes ever. Yeah, dude, it's awesome. He's wearing that, like. Almost like, you know, Darth, like not Darth Vader, but like space costume. Like it looks spacey to me, but it's not. I describe it as a modern day plague doctor. Yeah, I can can get down with that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because, you know, obviously he's in like minor garb. He's got the, you know, like the hat with the light on. He's got that, uh, like, I don't, what would, it's not a gas mask. No, it is a gas mask. Is it really? Oh, okay. Okay. Because uh, what they used to have to do when they were opening mines is the farther down you go on Earth, the more methane there is. Yeah, they talked about that. Yeah. That's, uh, That's why they take canaries. Oh. Because you put on the gas mask, and when you're walking through the mines, if the birds drop dead, too much methane, go back. Wow. All right. That's I did why, not know that. Um, if you've seen the movie Silent Hill. Yes. Oh, oh the, yes. The miners send uh, fucking Elizabeth or whatever her goddamn name is hmm. down in the elevator, down to the hell level yeah. with a canary, and she's carrying the canary through like the entire fucking hospital. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Also, because Silent Hill is based on a real place in oh, yeah. in Virginia where there were coal fires that never stopped burning. So coal mines, if it burns, there's methane, and that's bad. all that. It's just yeah. bad. It's not good. No, that's an interesting fact, though. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. Um, <laughs> it's pretty cool. So after the intro, I was like, that is a good intro. Uh, it cuts to like it's Valentine's Bluff. Not subtle at all. Just going to go yeah. ahead and throw that out there for yeah. a Valentine's Day movie. They're preparing for some dance that they haven't had in like 20 fucking years or whatever since the incident of the explosion of the coal mine, which yeah. is how Harry Warden was, quote unquote, you know, born into his killing spree or whatever yeah. the fuck you want to call it, which I thought was a pretty interesting backstory. You know how they kind of just describe they, they didn't they didn't say anything about it until like. I don't know, maybe like half hour ish, and they started talking about what happened twenty years ago. Yeah, you know, it exploded, and like then four kills have already happened at this point. Oh yeah, four great kills, 
and you find out that the, you know the mine exploded and collapsed because the you know the methane or whatever happened. I don't know exactly. And Harry Warden was in there and like resorted to cannibalism and started eating the other dead people that were in there. Well, because they were down there for like six weeks. Yeah, he was down there for a while, and you know eventually a rescue ta- team went and got him, and they saw him like you know that scene where he's like eating the arm. I was like, oh god. I was like, holy shit, that's fucking crazy. Yeah, but he only got trapped down there for six weeks because the two original foremen that were overseeing the um, oh, yeah. rescue left to go to the Valentine's dance. Yeah. Which, how fucking small of a town <laughs> do you have to be in to where your excitement for the week is going to this town Valentine's dance? How shitty is your life? I mean, it is called Valentine's Bluff, so obviously not too good. With a population of 3,397. Facts. It was on the the board. Was it? Yeah, down in the corner. This is why I like you just remember all these random facts (laughs) that I don't remember at all. I'm like, oh, cool. This is is great. Well, well, because I went into this movie with no expectations, that scene is like 10 minutes in, so I'm like, all right, I'm just going to start looking for kooky shit in here because I'm pretty (laughs) sure this movie is going to be terrible. And then shit starts happening. And I'm like, all right, fuck it. Now, like, after that, no more facts. Because (laughs) (laughs) I'm loving this movie. Because the movie was so much fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, Yeah, because it's just once you find out what happened to Harry, you know, that's just he just starts murdering people because all the kids go to the dance. And then they go to, like, some after party, which I, I can't tell you how much I want to be at, like, an 80s after party. You know what I mean? Like, I wish I was grew up in that time to just go party with all those people because it just, it just looks like fun when they portray it in movies, you know? Drinking beers, listening to fucking metal and shit. Yeah, that sounds like it, fun. <laughs> so people but, just start. But everybody is just, like, vaguely offensive and <laughs> super touchy. That's true. It's the it's one or the other. Um, and everybody is always doing dangerous shit for no reason. It's the 80s, bro. Project hey. Badass. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's take four dudes and three women in heels a mile underground on a cart at fucking, I don't know, midnight, it seemed like. Yeah, they were drinking beers. They're like, let's go to the... Do you remember? They just wanted to show them the mines, right? Yeah. There was no other reason. Yeah, let's fucking get drunk and go to the mines, bro. Also, I'm sorry. That, like, that setup has to take a lot of power to turn on and turn off, to push all these carts. Oh, yeah. Do, do they just leave that on all day long? Like, all night long, too? How much is that electric bill? Like, <laughs> These are the real fucking questions that I need answers to, goddammit. Because there is there is no way in hell that mine is turning a profit if they are leaving all their equipment on overnight while nobody's there so the mine cart can come up and down. <laughs> I like, don't know. Like, you are in the red, buddy. <laughs> Spending so much money, so much unnecessary money. Why was our power bill $9,000 this month? <laughs> God damn it, Jim. <laughs> oh, uh, fun fact. I'm reading the synopsis. Uh, the dance got canceled. That's why they all went to the party because uh, the uh, death of Mabel, the lady who owned that yeah. show, which, by the way, was a fucking epic death. She just throws her in the uh, the dryer. It's my, my second favorite kill. Fucking awesome. It's my second favorite Oh, my kill. God. Oh, so uh, that, that, that was, dude, they had a lot. Oh, wait, what's your first? Uh, <laughs> What's your first kill? I have I have to know. First off, the reason it started as my first my favorite kill was because of the insane old man and his cackle laughing when he's trying to prank the kids. Oh yeah. <laughs> so there's this guy that appears throughout the movie, and he is what uh, what do they call it in Cabin in the Woods? 
the uh, creepy old man that's supposed to warn you cliche. What do they call him? What I don't know. The guardian or something. Sure. Let's 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 so, just call him that. Fuck it. So it's the stereotype of the creepy local old man being like, "Oh, doom, doom, you're gonna die." Like, uh, <laughs> so he appears throughout the movie, and the he finds out that the kids are gonna go to have the party at the mines because the other dance got canceled and he's like fuck it i'll show them what for so he shows up to the mine earlier in the day and sets a prank trap to scare the kids he builds a miner uniform and then rigs a pickaxe in the miner uniform hand so that when the door opens the pickaxe just comes up a little bit (laughs) and for like again another scene that shot way too long because he, he goes, ah, this will get him. And he closes the door and he goes, I should check on it. And then he opens it and the thing comes up and he's like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> and then he closes it and then he opens it again. <laughs> Just fucking cackling his ass off. And he does this like six or seven times. And on the last time he finally opens it and it's the actual killer and the killer jams his pickaxe through the dude's mouth and out his eye socket and drags him away. And I was like, fuck yes. (laughs) I completely forgot about that. Some somehow. I don't know. know. It's the best scene of the movie. Oh man. I got to rewatch it now. Shit. It was very late last night. So yeah, uh, yeah, I know I'm having to struggle remembering (laughs) this one because I was so tired watching this last night. This is the last, this is the last one of the four I watched. Um, So I can't remember exactly why is he killing again? What like what's going on? So the killer is one of the dudes that works in the mine that's fighting for blondie chick that wants to fuck two dudes. Oh yeah, god. So there's a love triangle. There's this one dude. Hold on, I start talking. I gotta look something up. Oh yeah, no worries. Like I said, I was uh, kind of tired, so I forgot some details. I just remember enjoying this movie as a whole, uh, exceeding my expectations, enjoying the practical effects, because, of course, 80s, and they have the best effects. Um, but, yeah, uh, I, I did feel like, how, how long how long was this one? I can't remember. This Too one was, long. no, no, yeah, this was an hour. And, again, this is an hour and a half. Seriously, if all of these movies were just a scow shorter, just a little bit. It would it would tighten them up, and I would like them more, and I'd give them more marks, but still, still a great movie. So, back to what I was saying. So, there's this love triangle between this blonde girl, this one guy that went to California and came back that looks like a knockoff Jake Johnson from <laughs> uh, New Girl, yeah. the guy that plays Nick Miller, yeah. and then another guy that looks like a fat knockoff Crispin Glover. <laughs> <laughs> so nice it's, way to put that. <laughs> but he does, doesn't no, he? Yeah, he? Yeah, he does. So, so you have these two guys duking it out through the entire movie. And it turns out, knockoff Chris, uh, Crispin Glover, his dad got killed by the original Harry Warden. And then when Harry Warden died, he picked up the mantle to like to take revenge because his dad got dead. Oh. Yeah. God, man, I should really re- rewatch that because <laughs> I'm I misremembering shit. So it was it was one of the home it was one of the dudes. Yeah, it that, was one, it was one of the minor dudes that's in the whole movie. Jesus Christ! Yeah, because you think it's gonna be Harry Warden the whole time. Okay, yeah, now now it's now it's all yep. flooding back in. Yep, okay, yep, 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 yeah. But so I did like that because see now that's a good MacGuffin right there where you're like yeah you're like okay well it's just Harry Warden that's and, what's happening oh shit it's this guy. And what's cool is the ending sequence, they flip-flop back between the killer and the character and the killer and the character, and then they seemingly kill off the character so it can just be the killer. And you're like, all right, I'm about this. This is cool. Yeah. 
I'm with it. And then they do the ultimate thing, which is they take down the killer. They're trying to find the body, and he gets away by cutting his own arm off. That was... and escaping into the mine saying, I'll see you in hell. Like, <laughs> My bloody Valentine. And I was yeah. like, they said the title. <laughs> <laughs> well, because it's funny because one of the taglines is Sarah be my Valentine. And that's like, that is the uh, last thing he says is Sarah be my va- be my bloody Valentine. Like, ah, you said the name of the movie, yeah. you son of a bitch. I love it. I love it. Uh, so, yes, this did come out on February 11th, 1981. Because we were talking about like, oh, I wonder when this came out. So, yeah, yeah, right before Valentine's Day, which I would assume. It'd be weird to release this in like, you know fucking november <laughs> my bloody valentine i mean uh, how what? many how many horror movies get released around christmas though that's true not very many uh, but uh, uh, more than one well yeah and <laughs> usually typically you know i've said this probably a hundred times they usually put their uh you know wor- the movies they think aren't gonna do good at the beginning of the year but i don't know if they did this in this time because this movie was fucking awesome and I don't know if this is considered like, is this like a cult classic? I don't I, know. I've, I'd, I didn't know that it was the original. I thought My Bloody Valentine was the original from 2009. Oh, I no. Did, see, I didn't know it was a remake. I knew that uh, the, the 2009 was a remake. I had just never actually sat down and watched right. the 81 film. And uh, I, I feel like I'm going to obviously like it much more than I did the 3D version, uh, which, by the way, I wish I could seriously like watch 3D movies, you know, like which yeah. is I kind of wish they still had 3D TVs because like it's hokey, but it's still kind of cool. But yeah, apparently they don't make 3D TVs anymore, so I'll never get to experience the awesomeness. Of that also, movie. can we talk about how over dramatic that fucking sheriff was? Very, I'd like, say like a one to ten, like a twelve. <laughs> like he he looks like he comes from the time where overacting was like necessary. <laughs> it's like yeah, you had to do it in order to get a job. So, but he got stuck in it. He he's acting like a TV soap act or TV soap opera actor acts. Yeah, very exaggerated motions and very very exaggerated facial expressions. Just like hey, just like tune it down like a die like a when, notch. When he shows up at the mine at the end of the movie and goes to take out his gun, it is like he is abusing his like whipping it, <laughs> whipping it into the air, and then he never uses it. When, yeah. the, when the other cops show up, he puts it away. And you're like, why are you just running around with a pistol in your yeah, hand, what's, bro? what's going on, dude? That's a single action, too. You can shoot yourself very easily oh with God. that. <laughs> talking, you said the uh, mayor or the sheriff? The sheriff. The sheriff, yeah. I was trying to figure out who that was, but it doesn't say his name is sheriff. It's got his whatever regular uh, fucking uh, name. Sheriff Hubie. Hubie? Hubie. Hubie. I don't Hubie. even see you on here, bro. See Happy. Huh, whatever. Oh, maybe it was Happy. Happy. Was it this guy right here? That guy? No. Yeah, whatever. It's fine. I was gonna. I was just going to look to <laughs> oh, see no, what... Oh, Chief, Chief Newbie. His name's Don... Oh, Chief Newbie. Okay. His name's... Oh, shit. He passed Don away Frank. in 2016. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. He must have been old as shit. Yeah, he was born... He was 84. Yeah. So... Damn, he did 186 things. Whoa. Holy shit, dude. Yeah. Okay, so... uh was he in the remake of 2009? Oh, no, he was not. Oh, my goodness. Wow, that's a significant acting career to have that many credits on IMDb. Sweet Jesus. And the Good for him. And the thing he was in most recently was in 2016. Yeah, so he must have done something right right before he uh, passed away, unfortunately. Holy crap. Hopefully it wasn't bad because they could just say, oh, yeah, the thing he acted in was so bad it killed him. He's <laughs> got a 6.5 out of 10 on IMDb, so not terrible. Fair enough. All right. Uh, let me see if there's any like any fun trivia whatsoever, because it is kind of kind of neat. Where the fuck is the? Tr- oh, here we go. You ready for the taglines? 
<laughs> Cross your heart and hope to die. Heart burn. I like that one the best. <laughs> this so, Valentine's Day romance is dead. Jesus Christ. Uh, oh, I love taglines. They're so terrible. Yeah, all this trivia is like stupid long. Oh, I I I, I like the like the nice like like one sentence like this was this cool. Yeah, yeah. All this fucking three four sentence. All right, whatever. Fuck, I'm not reading that. Oh wait, here we go. Quentin Tarantino has named My Bloody Valentine as his all time favorite slasher film. Wow. That seems a bit. Uh, I need, I need a citation. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I'm not gonna go ahead and agree with that. Yeah, no, I don't. No. I don't believe that. I don't believe that at all. No, I'm not gonna read any of that trivia. Uh, this one not streaming. Like this one and Valentine and loved ones actually that we're gonna that we are gonna talk about here in a second. Not streaming. So I had so, to I had to rent those. So the budget for my bloody Valentine in Canadian money was two million three hundred thousand dollars. Wow. And Not a bad it, budget. And it grossed in the USA $5,672,031. Nice. So net- and in Canadian money, that's more because I know we you get more no, money. No, that's less. Are you sure? Canadian dollar is over the US dollar. That's what I'm saying. So in Canadian dollars, that is more money. If it's $5 million US, that's like, you know, I don't know, $6 million oh, Canadian yeah. or whatever. I don't know the exact no, exchange it, rate. It would be like $4 million Canadian because our dollar is worth less than theirs. I'm not gonna. I'm. I'm already confused. Just, <laughs> just, just forget what I said. Never mind. Um, Math with the Frightmares crew. Yep, and he's never good. <laughs> never good. Uh, let's we can barely see. get years straight. We don't need to be adding pluses yeah. and minuses. I struggle with a lot of things on this show. To, to yeah, I'm not gonna try and get math involved. But it was funny because I remember you saying something about their weird accent. You're like, I don't like this. Like made up like western accent so i was like Let yeah me... midwestern yeah i was like it sounds like they're trying to be wisconsin don't you know yeah, like so... <laughs> because they were like oh a boot and i'm sorry and they were getting real like midwesterny with it <laughs> and then and... i looked it up i was like oh it's canadian okay oh, and, makes... then I, and then i was like oh it makes way more sense now. yeah filmed in uh the sydney mines in nova scotia canada i was like okay because i noticed like a little bit of an accent at the beginning and i was like this is this is off what is this oh canadian got it cool and i was and i was like all right to back up my theory with it being the midwest it they they're all drinking moosehead it's it's moosehead miller high life that's all they drink throughout the entire (laughs) movie and i'm like all right cool but then you said canada and i was like oh Uh, that makes way more sense. that makes sense so yeah that was uh it's funny too because the next one we're going to talk about, Australian. I didn't realize that I had picked a Canadian film and an Australian film when I had initially chosen them. And I was like, this is really cool. I'm, I'm digging this. And this movie is the best out of the list. Why we saved it till the end. I had no idea what this movie was going into it. Same. And it almost got a five stars out of me. Yeah, it got it got a pretty good one for him. Oh, would you rate uh, My Bloody Valentine? Oh, uh... I rated it a, I gave it a 3.5, um, just because I like the original. Yeah, I, I gave it a 3.5. Boom. Booyah. See, there, there's always one that we have, like, the same <laughs> rating for. I love that. Uh, so, yeah, My Bloody Valentine, I, I, that's something that I would I would own. I would buy that and keep that and watch that, like, you know, around Valentine's Day or whatever. Oh, I, yeah. I really liked it. Especially if I can get, like, a like a special edition or, oh, yeah. like, the miner's helmet with it or oh, something. Oh, that'd be amazing. Like, like, a novelty, just Junko costume piece i would love that i would i would be about that uh i will say the i don't know what version you got i just I, like i said i rented mine but god it was like it they must have done a restoration oh, it was clean it was so clean at juxtaposed with hospital massacre which was like filmed in a fucking cardboard box because it was like it was like letter in a muddy lake yeah 
so it's just funny how you know f- you can clean something because I was like, this is like Blu-ray quality. It was fucking oh, perfect. Yeah. So I really enjoyed the aesthetic of that movie uh, with whatever they did and fix it because it looks great. Um, I'll let you talk about loved ones because I know you're like you are fucking about this movie. I okay. mean, so am I. So am I. Yeah. So like, this movie. I, so when it, it it opens with this kid and his dad just d- 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 cruising along down the road, listening to some music, having a good old time, the dad starts smoking a cigarette, and the kid's like, man, you shouldn't be doing that. And then all of a sudden, there is what I thought was a zombie in the road. <laughs> You're like, oh, fuck. No, I was like, all right, I am about it. I have, <laughs> I have not seen a good zombie movie in a while. And if you open a zombie movie like that, you know what you're doing because right. it's it's very almost 28 days later yeah. ish. I got that vibe and I was like, all right, cool. I'm about it. And then fast forward to what six months later, I think about about that time, yeah, ish. So, so it's like, ah, fuck. Okay, you leave me hanging there. God damn it. Come to find out, main character, he smokes weed. He listens to metal. Which, by the way, this Ooh. this fucking music in this movie was banging yeah it, it, was, it was fantastic it was fucking metal i was like yeah because it reminded me of like devil's candy with all like the, the heavy metal which funny enough if you scroll down in um imdb a little bit when it says more like this the first more like this is devil's candy yeah fucking heavy metal like very like it's like not art house but just shot very like just very pleasant to watch uh, yeah, yeah. Once the metal started kicking in, I was like, "Oh, is this gonna be a thing?" Because I like this. Like, yeah. it was like it reminded me of Deathgasm. I don't know if you've seen that. I still haven't seen it. Yeah, it's got a lot of good music in there. So, uh, so keep going. So, get main character and friends standing at lockers. Hey, man, you gonna go to the dance? No, I'm just gonna like smoke and hang out. And they're like, "All right." So this girl shows up behind the main character and is like, "Hey, will you go to the dance with me?" And he's like, "No, sorry, I'm dating Holly." Like. Yeah, like I've I have a girlfriend. I yeah, can't. like sorry. sorry. So so at first you you look at the guy and you're like, oh, he's gonna be a scumbag and go with this chick, you know, and like be with two girls because right. he looks like that kind of long hair. Yeah, just like yeah, fucking very like surfer boy looking. Like you're like, all right, this dude's gonna be a scumbag, and then he's like, no, I have a girlfriend. Sorry, and takes off. You're like, and oh. you're like, all right, cool. Subverted my expectations. Right. So good on you. Yeah. All right. So then. Dude and his girlfriend are banging in the car. Dude, like, just, like, hard. Like, this was... I was like, what? Yeah. Whoa. So she, she takes his shirt off, find find out he fucking cuts himself. Yeah, razor blade, like, around his neck. Yeah, Whoa. Cu- and cuts himself on the side. You find out he cuts himself because he blames himself for his dad's death because he was the one driving the car. Yeah, and then they crash. Yeah, when yeah, they crash. Yeah, they crash. Which, that really sucks. Like, Damn. So he go he gets into a fight with his mom uh, on the night of the Valentine's Day dance, and he's like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna go sit up on this fucking mountain that I climbed for no goddamn reason." Yeah, that was so weird. <laughs> smoke some weed, and then smoke weed on top of this mountain, and then while he's on top of the mountain, like he gets kidnapped. And, yeah, and we're gonna. I say we leave it at that because anything else is going to ruin the best part of the movie. Yeah, I so, mean, all, all I'll say is that uh, about this is that it's just like all the other movies. Someone gets denied and they go out for revenge. That's all I'll say. Like, I'm not going to say what happens or who or how, but it gets 
fucking twisted. But I will say, they're going to present you with one thing that's going to happen. Right. Don't believe them. Nope. Because another thing is going to happen, and that's what made me fall in love with this movie. This movie was fucking nuts. They set it up to do this thing. Then they gave you the payoff from the beginning of the movie. Right. And then they're and then you're like, all right, well, what where's this gonna go? What's gonna happen? And then they set that up and then they go, Nope, we're going all the way over here now. <laughs> and I was like, fuck yes, movie. You had my attention, <laughs> now you have my interest. Yeah. Or you have my had my interest, now, now you, you have, have my, my attention. attention. Yes, there you go. And this was on the shorter side. See, this is the exact like one hour twenty four minutes. Like you know, with credits, hour twenty, boom, in and out, fucking I, done. I could have stood to have this movie be a little bit longer, so yeah. I could find out more information. Give me an hour forty five on yeah, this. Yeah, take the take all the time I said to trim off the first three movies. Throw it on this one because yeah, they really could have done so much more and gone way more in depth. But even still, like. It was, uh, oh God, I just don't know how to explain this movie. It was, I was like, I did this for about five minutes and during a scene, I was just holding my face like, oh my God, oh my God, what the fuck? This is twisted as shit. Yeah. It was fucked. Especially how they keep him in the chair. Yeah. I was like, ooh. Ooh. uh." Yeah. And and then the stuff they were doing to him while it was like, oh my God. But that that final scene where he just snaps. Oh yeah. I was like, this is the most satisfying satisfying thing because the the main character gets to a point where he just like breaks oh yeah i mean fuck i would too Uh, shit and then what happens you're just like that's not what i thought was gonna happen and thank you for doing that it's just like they're just like it's like their movies going on they're like hey what about this? And they put that in there. Okay, well, we got this over here, too. Uh, we got some of this. You're like, oh, how much more shit can you warp my brain with? And then we got this underlying story yeah! here in the what basement. The Literally in the basement. You're talking about the scene from the beginning that ties in, like, towards the end of the movie with a guy in the road, right? You figure out what you figure out more about him. And then what you find out directly after yeah. with the mother i guess yeah yeah who they don't refer to the mother until like almost the ex- very end of the movie yeah also that final kill is hilarious oh yeah it's just like that slow you slow-mo zoom and you're like oh you're gonna fucking get it dude i yeah it was just it was so satisfying because you really never see it's, it's more women that are you know getting the revenge because a man has raped her or something like that so it's always them getting revenge on the man you don't really ever see a girl trap a guy and then have him escape and get out you know what i mean like you, yeah. don't, you don't really see that very much yeah, that's and, what and they they do a very good like okay hey there are people out there like this and like it's not just this group of people yeah. it can be literally anybody yep and what's cool is they don't make it out like, okay, this is just one random happenstance type of thing. This is, not only is it a pattern, but this person learned it from somebody else who has been doing it that much longer. Yeah, and who it is is just, just like, what the fuck is going on? If anybody is into uh, true crime at all and is up on serial killers... It is very, very Jeffrey Dahmer esque. Yeah. With what is what the antagonists are doing to society. Yeah. So it's oh, it's so good. Yeah, it was. So I, got, I got a lot of like really true crime vibes from this. Like, yeah. I got so like not not really Ed Gein, but Ed Gein in the way that he kept his mother. Yeah, because they didn't. You know, they didn't have like so, you know. 
human flesh yeah. lambs and shit. But but, but <laughs> they they did have like a basically set piece for a human. Yeah. Um, and then it was very Dahmer esque, and then it got very um, Gacy like. Yeah. Not 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 with like bodies wise, but where stuff was kept and so yeah. on. Yeah. So I was like, oh, they're like putting a bunch of serial killers in here, and then they're also using the um. There's one very famous Australian serial killer who was a woman. Oh really? Yeah. Oh shit! So they're obviously. Obviously, falling from that, then. Yeah, what was her name? Um, the only female. See, <laughs> I mean, it's you've got to, it's got to be quick to find because I mean, I mean, how how many women are Catherine in... Knight? Oh, okay. Who was uh, labeled the uh, carve up killer? Oh shit! So when, okay, when if you do research on her and then go watch this movie, you're like, okay. <laughs> there's okay. some weird parallels going on yeah no this movie is just fantastic it all all around like it's seriously like just blew me away like it had a 3.4 in letterbox that's why i picked it but god damn dude and, and this is one of those movies that really makes the point of how important lighting is to a movie yeah there you yeah. <laughs> because i could have watched this movie with no dialogue at all but the way it was lit and the, how the set pieces worked, it it was beautifully shot. Yeah, I, I immediately noticed that because, you know, I had. So what I did was I watched Hospital Massacre and then I went to this one. So just seeing just the, the opening shot of the car, I was like, oh, man, I know I just watched a really terribly filmed movie. But damn, this movie is just like cinematic. Like it just yeah. really looked good. It also gave me very, very like strong Stephen King misery vibes. Yeah, yeah, okay, I can see which that. Which is which is funny because um, the first thing in the trivia says the uh, under the instruction of the director, one of the producers or uh, the girl that played one of the characters was researching. Uh, the serial killer Jeffrey Dahmer, which I mentioned, as well as watching Misery over and oh, over again, shit. And, and Natural Born Killers by Tarantino. Which, if you're gonna do a killer movie, he didn't. Did he? Wait, what? He didn't do Natural Born Killers. Did he not? Oh no, it says Natural Born Killers and the works of Quentin. Tarantino. Oh, okay, yeah, I missed that word too because I was reading that. I was like, wait, what the fuck? Interesting. So there, you, there you go. Yeah, fucking nailed it right on the head. Uh, apparently, it only took four weeks to like film too which is kind of impressive they had a so, lot of practical effects going on with that shit so the r-rated cut is only 83 minutes long while the un- unrated version is 84 minutes long what did you watch i i don't know i watched because i i couldn't rent i had i had to rent the unrated one so because they didn't have the other one to rate so i wonder i wonder which one you watched oh shit see. son because if you didn't watch the unrated one, please find that and, <laughs> and watch it because it was gnarly. So how long does this one say it is? Hold on, let me turn off my volume and open this and see how long this. <laughs> uh, you said so one was 83. So they only added, added a minute. That's weird. Yeah, so uh, my yeah. So no, I got the 84 minute one. Oh, cool. So you yeah. got. OK, good. So then we then we, then we did watch the same movie. That's good. Um, I, it was probably like. One extra minute of blood shots. I mean, it has to be <laughs> seriously. Like, let's just pepper in that fucking stuff that we didn't use for the that, R-rated version. And that was that was a surprisingly bloody movie. And a lot of weird 
torture. Like, it's torture that I've never really seen in the movie yeah, before. But it's that kind of torture that, like, hits you where you're human, and you're like, all right, like... That's some sick shit. Like, I can watch Hellraiser torture all day long and just giggle at it. Like, same with Saw, to me. It's, well, most of Saw. Well, and Saw is, like... It was. Let me pray. Saw was smart torture. Yeah. Until you got to, like, Saw... 85 yeah (laughs) it's fucking saw 2020 or whatever you must fill out your taxes two weeks before you can even apply for your taxes (laughs) and the ink for your pen is lodged in your nostrils that's 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 how fucking saw got for me in the end i really like your jigsaw impression sounds nothing like him (laughs) super comical i like that yes let's use that voice in the next one (laughs) um shit i don't remember what i was saying no, just movies. It's just, I have nothing else to say besides like good things about this movie. Yeah, and uh, I'll tell you what. Like out of all the horror movies I've ever seen, the the torture in this is some of the best. Yeah. I I would move this movie up into my top ten, even maybe my top five currently. Yeah, that's, so I, a, I, that's how good it is. Because it was just also it was just such a surprise. Because I came out of nowhere, you know, I was like, okay, this isn't really Valentine's Day horror, but it's about, you know, it's a, it takes place on a Valentine's Day dance or whatever. So, I mean, I guess it is. But, Jesus, I just was not expecting what I got. And, again, the soundtrack was just, like, yeah. thumping metal music. Like, when he's getting taken, it's like, dun, dun. I'm like, oh, and, and, and he's just walking down the street. Yeah. Angry, like, like and he's... <laughs> death gripping yeah. his razor blade in his hand and he's got blood running yeah down, and was, he's just walking angry and i'm like oh god my god damn. and it's not even like a metal song it is like one metal riff played on syncopation with itself like to mirror his walking yeah and you're just like like oh. yeah. like i, 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 I well, like going really, to war. Yeah. <laughs> Gabby went upstairs because she was tired. And I was like, all right, I'll watch this one. Good thing she didn't because she would have been very upset with this. But I was turning it up and I was like, she's sleeping. But I was like, I've, this is so like, I was like, I have to be in this. So I cranked that shit and just like, those metal scenes just very just like emotional almost. You know what I mean? You're yeah. just like, I'm really into this. Like I'm hooked. And again, when the character finally snaps and the music that happens concurrently with that like literally i got light like my chest got light for a second like took my breath away like, like i was like yes <laughs> yes yeah like and it like i said it reminded me of devil's candy with just kind of leave the tricord note just like yeah. that because it's just the same oh man i i wanted to watch this movie like immediately when it was over i was like if i was like Still awake, I would put this on again and rewatch it because oh, I yeah. liked it that much. Uh, would you give it a four and a half? Same. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, dude, this is a fucking masterpiece. The, the only reason I didn't get it's one of those I it didn't get a five because I didn't get as much of the story as I personally wanted out right. of it. Like I wanted more of what was going on under the house. I wanted more of like the backstory of these people. Right. Like, and they just kind of yada yada through what sounds like a key point of the story for a second with, uh, so how people get connected. Oh yeah. Like main character and Holly are actually connected on a deeper level through the thing that happens in the beginning of the movie and what the information they find out. And you're like, all right, well, what's going on? Like I wanted more. I'm the same. I feel I wanted more world building. Like, all right. 
I know what's going on here. I want to know what's going on like 15 yards away from you. So I want that story too. Just like a little bit more. Yeah. So it's like where my complaints with the other ones where I needed less time. My complaint with this one is like I, I wanted like 10 more minutes of it, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, to develop it more. But, I, you know, the beginning opens up, and I'm immediately connected to that person. So I'm already in for the ride. And that's what really took off for this movie for me. So, yeah, I can't recommend this one enough. Fucking rent it. Do whatever you have to do to watch it. It is. I I personally would buy it. Yeah, I, I, I'm i going to look to see if there's a Blu-ray copy, and I'm going to buy this because I really enjoyed it that much. Plus, Australian horror. I don't think I've seen, like, an actually, like, Aussie film. Like, an Aussie horror film. But it... Goddamn, nailed it. Uh, cargo? I, maybe. The the one where the guy has to take the baby on the raft. See, I haven't seen that one. I think it's called Cargo. It's got a uh, Yeah, yeah. Fucking Bilbo. Fucking Bilbo. <laughs> yes, him. <laughs> uh yeah. Y'all know who I'm talking about. I know who you're talking about. So yeah, I haven't seen very many Australian films, but uh after watching this one, 100% will be watching more in the future. So, those are our movies. We've got a few minutes here. Let's uh, let's see if we can knock out some trivia real quick. Let's do it. All right. I won last time. And, uh, of course, Gabby won the time before. So Of course she did. Of course. Do-do-do. All right. Let's see what we got here. I've got my giant permanent marker. Oh, green. Oh, green's not taken. Okay. In Train to Busan 2016, the protagonist, Siok Wu, is traveling with what family member? Uh, so you got to figure out uh, which... <laughs> Uh, do I have to know the name? No, it's just what family member. Oh, it's his daughter. Yes, okay. I wasn't I wasn't sure if that was the daughter or uh father's name, so I would have been it's like it could be like, oh wait, which one? Yeah, which, no, what, and, and the only reason that I know that at this current moment is because I watched it with my girlfriend like a week ago. Oh, that's right, month. you son of a bitch. <laughs> Damn it, that's right. I totally forgot about that. All right. Orange. Orange. Not taken. Also, you'll probably get this. Oh shit. Hit me. In the 2014 movie, Oculus, what does Kaylee, Kylie, whatever her name is, whatever the fuck, mistakenly believes she is bitten into when she bites into an apple? Oh, glass. Like a a, uh, light bulb, light bulb, light bulb. Yeah. (laughs) Dude, that movie's fucking awesome. Love that movie. Uh, Oculus, here we go. Okay. Wow, one to one. All right. All right. So far, so good. Burgundy, Ron Burgundy. Okay. Um, what segment in Dead of Night, nineteen forty-five, involved golf? Oh, God! Uh, Are you kidding me? Wow, wow! The first segment. You're you're like you're like on yes the golfer's story segment. <laughs> like what? Really? You had it. You had like the simple idea going. Yeah. Wow. I, I thought they were gonna say like. I, I was either going to say, like, the first segment or, like, the 12th segment, just to be <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> just to be insane. All right, let's see here. Something that's not taken and easy. All right, green. Green. Green is not taken. All right. What is the nickname of the hacker assisting the police investigation in the 2001 movie Suicide Club? Oh, I've seen that one, but I have no idea. I'm not even going to try and guess. Lieutenant no. Dan. No, okay. Helen okay. Hunt. No. <laughs> Every time. Every time. Every time. Okay, no. I'm going to give you a hint. It's an animal. Oh. And so, okay, I'll give you an even better hint. Oh, God. It's an animal that we have here in Florida. An alligator. No. <laughs> I figured that would just be ridiculous. It's the bat. Ah, son of a bitch. Interesting. Okay. I've never seen the movies. So. I've seen it, but I don't remember that shit at all. Oh, no. I'm thinking of Suicide Theory. Never mind. Not Suicide Club. All right, you're up. What you got? 
Oh, and for anyone who has either never listened to the show or not know what we're playing, we are playing the Trivial Pursuit Horror Movie Edition 100 Years of Horror. For now. Yeah, for now, until we move on to the other one. So we're rolling a dice, color-coordinated with a, with a question on the card. There's six questions per card. There's like fucking a billion questions in this thing. Um, another like purple one? I Burgundy. Think that, yeah, that one. Yes, that one is taken. So I will try and give one that's a little bit easier. Okay, here we go. Um... If, have, you, have you seen Wreck or Quarantine or whatever? Yes. Yeah, okay, here we go. What is the profession of the crew that tele, that the television reporter Angela Vidal is following from the start of Wreck? Like, who is she following around? Oh, oh god damn it. Um, firefighters. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> is it? Yeah, yeah. No, okay. <laughs> Firefly. Yeah, firefighters. Yeah, so two to one. You are up, good sir. Because I think the American version is... Uh... No, they're still firefighters. Oh, are they? Yeah, okay. they're both firefighters, but Wreck is just infinitely better. I'm just going to go ahead and throw that out there. This is interesting. Ooh. Um, What Lord of the Rings actress played Kristen in The Strangers from 2008? Um, oh, oh, ooh. Oh, I see. I can see her fucking face. Oh, what's your, what's her fucking dumb face? Oh, my God. I can't say Helen Hunt. I already used that. I already, <laughs> already used that one. Oh my God. Uh, it's not Kate Winslet. Oh my God. It's like, uh, oh my God. I can see your fucking dad. Uh, Liv Tyler. Liv yes. Tyler. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. All right. Two to two, son. Oh shit. All right. See, the, see this is when I like trivia because it's like, you know, good questions. Yeah. Not this it's fucking. Question, not Dr. Caligari. <laughs> the cabinet of Dr. Caligari. Uh, where was that one? Fuck. Oh, in Raw. Nice. Uh, oh, there it is right there. Okay. All right. Go ahead, good sir. This could this could be the game winner. Yellow. Oh, ooh. Who directed Silence of the Lambs, 1991? Oh, God. I know the name, but I would have not guessed that. I know. Okay. So the name that's coming to mind is not the correct name, but okay. I'm going to say it anyway. Mm -hmm. Roman Polanski. Jonathan Dem Demi? Deem? Jonathan D E M M E. I don't know. I thought the name sounded familiar, but that was a good guess. I uh, I don't like the uh, where did it go? Okay, there it is. Um, all right, roll it up, dude. Wait, oh shit, I'm rolling it up. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. All right, yellow again. <laughs> so since we've been talking about this all fucking podcast, no way. Who directed the 1996 movie Scream? <laughs> Wes Craven. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. See, I, and I love when that happens. That happens more times than I would believe when we were talking about something and then, boom, trivia question. Wow. There's no way I can keep this streak up. There's no way. All right. Two. I can keep the streak up of losing very easy. Boom. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I hope you enjoyed this Valentine's Day themed horror episode. Real quick, some housekeeping. Be sure to check us out on Facebook. We post news ish things yeah we post memes. memes uh we post trailers sometimes if we deem them to be not uh spoiler e um, usually yeah <laughs> we were doing we're still doing the uh fucking ultimate villain championship and oh man it's going good and we've got another type of championship in the works sort of at the moment what's that one the which haunted locate or which location from horror movies is better? Like the like the ring house or the grudge house. Oh fuck, yeah, or yeah. Fucking insane asylum or what the fuck ever. We talked about doing yes, that. Yes, I remember now. Yes, I want to um, do that. 
so yeah, be sure to follow us on that. Uh, if you want to know what we are watching and what our ratings on it, follow Austin and I on Letterboxd. I am Frightmares Corey. Austin is. I think it's just Frightmares. I'm pretty sure it might be. I, I think I, it is. It probably is Frightmares Pod or something. So I would look for him first because he has the uh, logo. I do not go to who he's following. Find me that way. Boom. We uh we tend to have fairly different ratings on stuff. Um. Yeah. Honestly, I don't. I will only ever put like an actual like review if I deem it to be really really awesome or really really bad. <laughs> Anything between like a two point five and a four and a half, and no review. The stars speak for themselves. I try not to review horror movies because wait, which was like ninety percent of what I watch because we review them on the podcast. But I do. I've been trying to review every movie that's not horror. I've been failing recently. Like for the for like all of January, I was reviewing stuff. So I'm gonna keep trying to review stuff. But yeah, anything that is horror related, you can listen to here. I don't want to type. Yeah, follow us, follow, <laughs> follow us on there. Um, also, give us a follow on whatever podcasting service you are listening to. If you can rate us, rate us. That's super cool. That would be tight. I would enjoy some ratings. That would be nice. And like, just shout us out on Facebook. Fucking we'll, hit me up. We'll, DM me. We'll respond to you. Yeah. We're friendly. I'm very Talk quick. to us. Anytime someone like messages their Frightmare page, I'm like, boom, what's up? Like, it doesn't happen very often, but I am, I am there for you. Yeah. Whatever questions you have. You want to be on the show? Well, let's fucking do it. Whatever. We'll Skype. talk to you. I'll talk to you. Fucking still shouting out to Eric Cloud, maybe yeah. one day. Eric Cloud and whoever our overseas people are. Yeah. Like those those I, I, I assume there can only be like two of them. The trilogy one guy just, you know, sitting his drinking some coffee or staring out a window, just like yes. <laughs> or more realistically, we have a listener that has a VPN that's just bouncing out there. <laughs> well, whatever. It, it, to me, we're like global at this point on, oh, on, yeah, on a small sure. scale. So even if you are using that, it's it's still fine. We still love you. So yeah, hit us up on social media. We will respond. Uh yeah, man. Awesome things coming at the end of this month. Yeah. Uh, we got some awesome episodes planned. Oh, dude! So I've let's got them. Get it. I've got them planned out through forty-five, I think. So Jesus I've got the next Christ. ten just planned out. Well, just so that way I know what I'm watching, who's gonna be there. I'm setting it all up, so it's all gonna be good. Also, next time, please give me more than three days' notice. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> well, I was supposed to have uh, I was supposed to have my buddy Chris on, who's been on before, and uh, something came up. So it was like something that family came up. So I was like, oh shit. So I was like, ah, someone be on the show, and you were like, I don't think I can. I was like, oh fuck. <laughs> What are we going to do? Gabby's got shit to do. Fucking spit. I was like, uh-oh. And then you came in and saved the fucking day. So Woo. did it. Like Good a time. hawk. Caca. Caca. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. We're going to end on that note. So stay spooky, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>